This episode of Pucks Out Podcast is brought to you by Action 24-7, Tennessee's only local legal sports book. Use code Pucks Out when you make your first deposit, and our friends over at Action will give you a 50% boost on your first deposit up to $800. That's right, up to $400 extra when you use code Pucks Out. And this week, there is an amazing parlay boost waiting for you. This Saturday, bet $50 on Action Action's final four parlays, and you get $15 free bet if you win. And did you know you can gamble with cash? Are you tired of waiting on your sports book to pay you out? You won, but you can't get your money? No more waiting with Action 24-7. If, if you want to gamble with cash deposits and withdrawals, get started with Tennessee's local sports book today. Check out the link in the show description to find out how. Once again, use code PUCKSOUT. That's P-U-C-K-S-O-U-T. When you make your first deposit, and our friends over at Action 24-7 will give you a 50% boost on your first deposit up to $800. What are you waiting for? From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold mayday beer and let's get after it. Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Join them every Tuesday for trivia and Thursday for bingo night. And tell them Pucks Out sent you. How you doing this week, bud? I am doing pretty good, man. Good weekend uh, of uh, of basketball again. Yeah. You know, had that had the Sweet Sixteen and the Elite Eight, so uh, that was that's always fun. But uh, other than that, man, just just hanging out, just you know, pushing through. Uh, looking forward to uh, Nashville SC games. Yeah, I'm, I'm super jazzed about that. We only got what about a month. Month, month ago, month, yeah, uh, until, May first, yeah. uh, Sunday, yeah, we'll Sunday afternoon game. So should be a good time. Um, we uh, we just got the email about getting extra tickets for folks and uh, as nice. season ticket holders. So we might need to do that if anybody wants them because from what I've heard, it's going to be oh, it's going to be sold. stocked up. Yeah, so yeah, it's uh, going to be amazing. It's going to be uh, a good time. I think I think they only have I think about eighty percent of the stadium is season tickets That's sold wild, already. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a lot of folks. So. Uh, really looking forward to that. But yeah. What about you, man? Uh, you just got back from a little trip. Yeah, man. Just got back from Florida. Got a little sunburn, a little bit of sun. I drank a bunch of beer and, and some other stuff. Had a great time at the wedding. But uh, uh, was playing injured for a couple of days. I was Something happened. I was going up some steps and my knee just my kneecap popped out of place. And it wasn't until the next day when I was like, pop, you know, messing with it. And I was able to pop the kneecap back into place. And I was finally get, but it hurt for a while. But, you know, the ocean was nice and cold. Uh, you know, hung out on the beach, got played this new game that I just found. I don't know if you ever heard of it called Spike Ball. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I I actually kicked a lot of ass at it. So I'm excited. I might uh might go buy that game for myself. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, looking forward to uh you know this past month has just been crazy for me traveling, driving everywhere. So excited to finally have some time at home. Uh, but yeah, so today we've got plenty of NHL news. We're talking some rule changes in the NFL, the Final Four, 
And we've got our post-trade deadline power rankings for the NHL. Don't forget to check us out on Patreon to support the show. Let's hop straight into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Roman Yossi is on track to break 100 points. Uh, He will be the first D-man defenseman this millennium to break 100 points. Uh, So I think there's only four or five guys on that list who's done it. That is amazing. Every single other guy on that list who's done it is obviously in the Hall of Fame. Crazy thing is, he's still not the favorite uh, odds-wise to win the Norse. Yeah, and uh, I mean, used to, that points were the only thing that mattered. So the other things that you did didn't come into play. So uh, we will. Um, And we record on Tuesdays. Uh, Nashville plays Ottawa tonight in a couple hours. And if he's able to get four points tonight, he will break Bobby Orr's uh, record for most points in a month by a defenseman, which is an insane thing to do. Uh, So here's hoping he can get that. He just broke 80 points, which he is the second predator to do so uh, since David Leguan did it. And I believe I want to say 2006 or 2005. And uh, he had 85 points in, at the end of the season. So he'll probably break that record as well. Uh, speaking yeah. of records. I'll, quiet. It's yeah. been a, I'm sorry. Just real quiet, too, it seems like. Yeah. A really quiet, great season. Um, so uh, amazing. <clears throat> Uh, Alex Ovechkin passes Yamil Yager for third all time. He did this last week when he scored a number six, 767. Uh, I don't know if our OV button still works or if I even have it on. It's been a while since we needed it. Yeah, I don't have it on here anymore. So uh, time to get that back in here. Uh, talk. We're going to talk a little bit about the Evgeny Dadnall situation. You know, when we recorded last week, we were unsure what was happening. The NHLPA has did reverse the trade. Yeah, we're still a little unsure. For, yeah, for being honest. <laughs> so he ended up going back. He played like the next day and scored the overtime winner in the first game back. So he's probably like, yeah, what are you going to do now? huh? Man, man's a professional. What yeah. Do you, what do you want? From yeah. Him? I mean, so the, uh, I heard uh, apparently the uh, where they play T-Mobile or, or whatever. That arena just got probably the loudest it's been in a long time yeah, when, when he scored that. He's a crowd favorite now. Great to see. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> uh, I wonder if they did like a return video for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I just got this new jersey. <laughs> they should have given him a different number. <laughs> <laughs> That'd have been great. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Boston Pride win the uh, win their second straight Isabel Cup. They defeated Connecticut four to two in all New England uh, W uh, NHL uh, Cup. Congrats to them. Let's go ahead and move on to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. The NFL has officially changed the overtime rules for playoffs only. That is both teams in the playoffs will now be guaranteed a possession in overtime. The way it'll work Obviously, both teams will be guaranteed a possession. If at the th- third possession it is still tied, it will go back to sudden death rules. I'm okay with this. I like it. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the step in the right direction. It's what it should have always been. Yeah, it's not you know perfect in my mind, but you know what? It's it's I mean, good. It's, it's, it's good enough. Yeah, you know, it's. I mean, I don't really see how you can make it any better. I mean, you've equalized. You've given everybody a yeah. chance in football. Like I, I said, mean, it's good enough. I personally, with my own enjoy, just my own enjoyment value, would have liked to see them play maybe a 
five, like a 10 minute quarter, but this is good enough. I'm happy with it. I'm not complaining about it. Uh, I'm sure there will, it's with the, on the internet. I'm sure there are plenty of people complaining about it. I'm not going to add to it. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, you, if you want to complain, you could complain yeah. like this is where we complain, yeah. bro. So, I mean, yeah. at least <laughs> you didn't just go and like complain about complain about it to people that, you know, can't do anything. Yeah. We people come here to listen to us Very complain. True. So, feel free yeah. if you want. <laughs> uh, I think I'll keep it. Uh, uh the, the final four is set number 2 Duke versus number 8 UNC. This is the first time they've ever met each other in in the uh in the tournament. What a fantastic yeah. sweet 16. And I mean, I have a small chance at winning the bracket pool because I literally was just like, you know what? How yeah. dope would it be if they just faced each other, which goes to show you don't ever make your brackets logical. Yeah. Make them sure. illogical as all you want. I mean, this is the this March is or I guess March, you know, at late March, April is time when March Madness and April Madness is just illogical. Yeah. I mean, you, anybody can win. I mean, it, it, who, yeah. who who had St. Peter's going, you know, all the way to the Sweet 16 and then the uh, Elite Eight? I mean, probably not a lot of folks. There yeah. may be a couple St. Peter's was there. the first 15 seed ever to go to the Elite Eight. To, yeah, I mean, and they played good. I, I actually, uh, the it was under City all week, all weekend. I, yeah. I, I got hit a, pretty hard on all of those for, for the most part. But uh, as far as get, calling games, I did call... Uh, St. Peter's over Purdue. Um, I was with that. Yeah, I won uh, money on that. Won, won some money there. Um, and I was out of town when the other matchup started, so I couldn't bet on those games. Uh, but yeah, I yeah, I took. I mean, I took Duke minus four. Put a pretty pretty substantial yeah. bet on that um, against uh, Arkansas. That yeah, is, I would have um, taken Duke minus four as well. Um, so no problem on that. I slammed North Carolina uh, minus eight and a half over St. Peter's. I yeah. just, I, there was no way. I, I, I knew as soon as Duke won, I was like, yeah, I'm going to put them, put the money on that, those points. And it was easy. They, North Carolina has just been a team that nobody has an answer for so far. Yeah, I put some, uh, today I put some money on Duke winning, uh, beating UNC. Um, I had Villanova as well. Yeah, I, 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 so. I put some money on Duke and Villanova. And uh, Kansas is spread. I had Kansas. I mean, I, the, the final four teams, when it got to the, that Elite Eight after the Sweet 16, uh, I mean, I called all four of those as far as spread-wise. I should have parlayed them and made yeah. a bunch of money, but obviously I didn't, and then they wouldn't have, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't have happened that way. The over-unders absolutely killed me this weekend. I probably went just barely positive uh, because the over-unders were... <sighs> I mean, I mean, do, do, uh, Villanova, uh, Villanova-Houston game was like... There's at one point we're in the second uh, second half and we're just like I got like sixty points. It's Chinese basketball, exactly. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I was uh, watching <laughs> Chinese basketball unders. Uh, okay, um, yeah. So, uh, but uh, what a great weekend of basketball. I mean, four perennially great basketball team. Yeah, North Carolina's an eight seed, but um, they're blue bloods, man. I that's, mean, that's, at this point, they literally beat the team that they're playing. Yeah, uh, just recently. Yeah, so. I mean, at this point in the tournament, throw those numbers out the window. I, I, I where are you, where are you leaning? Because I'm gonna, I'm probably, I mean, I'm gonna bet on uh, what is Duke spread. I mean, I, uh, I want to say it was like two, maybe. Yeah, I look, I put some money on it today over on action. Yeah, I just think that um, Coach K will out for some revenge um yeah and then 
I think Villanova, but I'm probably going to put my money on Kansas because uh, I think the underdogs cover the spread. I think all I think both of these will be close games, um, but I think I've, I I do think Villanova beats Kansas. I do too. Uh, um, got, I took Duke and Villanova money line, so I'm not sure of their. Let me go look at their spreads. Yeah, if I had to take them right now, I would. Villanova is plus four and a half. Duke is minus four. Yeah, I mean, I, I like those. I like both of those numbers, really. Um, Villanova, Kansas, Duke over 132.5. I'm going to stick away. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm steering clear uh, of the over-unders, to, to be honest with you. Um, if I just, just who I think is going to win, I think it's going to be Duke and Villanova. I'll probably put money on Kansas and their spread because of Stephanie's potential to win money with, yeah. with Villanova winning. Um, you know, so... Uh, but I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be Duke Villanova. I think we'll be in for a, a great. But I mean, any of the any of the three possible match matchups that we're going to get um, yeah. are going to be. I do have Texas great. tonight. Uh, night of recording Tuesday, I have Saint Bonaventure to uh, minus one and a half in Texas A and M minus two over in their tournament. So, NIT, NIT, yeah, Texas A and M. Yeah, I might. Yeah, I might might get in on that. The MTSU uh, lost in another heartbreaker in the CIT tournament. Whatever the third tier tournament is, I think, um, against uh, I'm blanking on who it was now, uh, but it was two overtimes. And at the end, MTSU, uh, UNCW, it was UNCW, my uh, my cousin's alma mater. Um, they just you could tell the a MTSU guys must be young. They were making some bonehead moves. They needed to do, do a, a intentional foul. And they, for whatever reason, did the intentional foul before the ball was thrown in, mm. which Means he got teed dead up, ball. dead yeah. ball foul. He the guy takes shots and they get the ball back. It, it they they blew it at the end. This is three times now I believe I've seen them in the past two months just blow games in the second overtime just from hmm. just choking. So hopefully you know these guys get a little bit older, get a little bit more experience, and they well can I'll, make the next step. One hundred percent, Bobby. What I can guarantee you is that they are going to get older. Yeah, that is a fact of life. Whether they'll be better for well, basketball, no one can tell you. I can't tell not you. Not they individually. They the team. Maybe those guys get injured. Maybe they grab. Maybe they go. Maybe well, sure. they, tra- maybe they go to the transfer portal and they bring younger guys in. Maybe, but yeah. I will tell you. Anybody they bring those in, players are definitely anybody they bring in. Anybody that's going out. Anybody that will come in. Anybody that's ever been there. Come to find Always out, they have a older. Benjamin Button guy, and it just that just is, to and say then screw then, you. Boom. <laughs> and then all right, I tell you what, I will I will watch. 70 hours of Stephen A. Smith clips uh, <laughs> if it turns out that MTSU does, in fact, have a Benjamin Button-esque <laughs> player who has who is at the right stage of his um, de-aging to play college basketball yeah. and have his five years of eligibility. Yeah. You know what I found out recently? That Merlin in like the Sword of the Sun series, he also was a had a Benjamin Button thing going on. Like Merlin, like the the wizard Merlin, the wizard. Like apparently he was born an old man at like five hundred years old, and he ages backwards. Yeah, but I, I mean, I feel like I hear what you're saying, but again, it's not. I just don't get how it can happen. You, you oh, can't be born My, at five hundred because I you're know. zero. You're born. Well, I don't think he was born from a woman. I think he, he was, was a, born a magical being. He had the body of a five hundred year old man. With I get wisdom, what you're saying with all the wisdom as well. Sure, okay. sure, but that doesn't make him any more than zero. <laughs> that dude was zero when he was born. I mean, I feel what you're saying. Oh no, I'm Again, not saying I'm, this is you. Yeah, I'm no, not saying I'm this is telling, you. Yeah, this is me coming at the people that are trying to tell me this. And this is not a. I, yeah. don't, I don't believe that you're making this story you, up as you go along. Yeah, take that medieval storytellers yeah you'll never you'll never convince me uh, 
I don't believe in wizardry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless it's Harry Potter. Of course I believe in, of course I believe in Harry Potter I mean, and Gandalf. Uh, yeah. And, and lots of basically every wizard except for like, Merlin. except for like Merlin and your garbage. Your Benjamin Button. Take that pointy blue here. hat and get out. Get out of here. What has it got stars on it? Like, yeah. what are you, a little kid? Like, get out of here. Get out of here, Merle. <laughs> Everybody knows his name was really Merle. And yeah. he's like, this is a garbage name. And they're like, everybody hates Merle. Everybody hates Merle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My name is Merle. <laughs> what a great remake that would be. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to get his car he, you know Marco Polo just got back into town yeah. he's telling everybody he's trying to get his karma straight like he's like I turned yeah. that dude into a toad he's trying to find him <laughs> Merle, Merle at the at the ripe old age of five he's been alive for 490 something years yeah I mean that was it makes sad, no sense that was super sad that was a very sad since you brought it up that's a sad show that never got really the official I never ending. watched it my name is Earl. Never oh, it. it's great. I love it. I mean, it's only like it was, two, two seasons. Yeah, canceled. I think it came out like when I was like, I don't even remember when it came out, but I was when I wasn't watching. It was TV. early. It was early off. Like the office was out and it was coming oh, out yeah. at around the same time. I mean, it ended early. Uh, I mean, I can. The writer has told everybody what he wanted the ending to be. So, I mean, hey, I would suggest it. It's pretty funny. I mean, cool. you know, he uh, it has uh, it has Louis Lastic in it. From Remember the Titans? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I always forget his name. He's always in a bunch of stuff, uh, but I forget his name. Yeah. But he's always Louis Lastic to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. we, what well, I don't even remember what we were originally talking about. We just got the on, final four. Oh, Merlin. Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, the final four, but then it progressed to Merlin. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. I wasn't trying to get all the way back to the beginning of our of our uh, of our detour, Bob. Just the Merlin part, okay? Uh, Benjamin in, Button, yeah, ben, that's it. To MTSU because if they had a guy that didn't yeah. age to NIT, we're talking about you taking Texas A and M to the Final Four to the Elite Eight, yeah. sixteen. We found our Makes way back. Perfect sense. We found our way back. Now let's talk about some post deadline yeah. power rankings. Moving on our main topic of the day: <laughs> post deadline power rankings, which I'm sure will somehow find its way back to Merlin. Uh, well, we've said all. I've said my piece. Yeah. Okay. I, I am watching The Sopranos with Stephanie for the first time. So Ooh. you. So you know that's great for her, but you may get some Polly Walnuts. Uh, I've said my piece, Bobby. Okay, we're not talking about Merlin again. <laughs> uh, so I did my top 10. Brandon will chime in a little bit. Hmm. I actually hated yours pretty good. So I yeah. uh, really did re- redo okay. mine over on the side cool. there for you. Uh, yeah. So at number one, I got the Florida Panthers 44, 15 and six. Now I want to be clear for listeners at home. These are, in my opinion, the rankings from now since the deadline, not from the beginning of the season, how they've looked since yeah. the deadline. Uh, the Florida Panthers, uh, this also takes into account what they did at the deadline, in my opinion. Yeah, that's mostly where I geared my okay, list yeah. was post-deadline. I mean, I took into, a, I took into account, uh, because we always do this, we just pick a topic together and we don't really clarify it and we both kind of do our yeah. own thing. And it always ends up great. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not worried about that. But I kind of looked at, I took their previous performance into, into play, their moves at the at the deadline. And this is what I would say my power rankings for the rest of the season would be yeah. if given a chance. Yeah. So cool. uh, number Rough. one, Florida Panthers. The current record is 44, 15 and six plus 70 feet differential. They made some huge moves getting the number one name on the board. Uh, Claude Giroux. They are uh, they showed some signs of trouble a little bit ago, but they're back on the right track. They are, you know, at the beginning of the season, I uh, undervalued them. 
And then about quarter way of the season, they started creeping up my boards. I was like, all right, they got to prove it. At the All-Star break, I said, you know what? They proved it. They're my top five. It's it's really funny when guys like you and I say that they have that these professional athletes have to prove it to us. <laughs> like, come on, Claude Giroux, prove it. <laughs> I completely agree. I, have, I actually have the abs at, at number one um, for, I, I mean, I, I just felt like the team, I agree with you. Florida probably had the best moves that I liked a lot. Uh but Colorado, I just feel like has an easier path at this yeah. point. Um, ju- you know, the West has fallen a bit uh, and stumbled a bit where you got a couple of teams that, you know, it's just not as I just don't feel like there's as many heavy hitters yeah. on the on the Western side. So that's why I have. Um, I, I have I honestly, I'm starting to disagree only because the, the West, it, Minnesota and where I'm going to talk about Minnesota a little bit later on. But Minnesota, the Preds are looking better. They got Calgary on the oh, other no, side. Oh, no, I don't think that they're bad. I just think that they have overall a bunch of good to great teams yeah. where I feel like they're the East side is a, a lot more top heavy. Yeah. It's going to be harder to take out one of these. Teams. I mean, any given series can be won by any given team in the West, I yeah. feel like, where there's a couple of teams in the East that I feel like we're going to definitely see them in the next sure. round type yeah. of deal. Um, all right. Yeah. So at number two, I got your number one Colorado Avalanche. Their record is 46, 14 and six plus 69 differential. They solidified their bottom six with uh, Cogliano and Lockinen, uh and Mason on the back end. They this team only had a few issues and they have fixed them. Um, I'm excited to see what they can do. And listen, this, the difference between number one, and number two, very close, in my opinion. These two teams, I believe, are in competition. The two of them in Carolina for the president's trophy. So we'll see what happens there. Um, at number two, you had the Panthers. Yeah, I had the Panthers. Um, I don't. Uh, I mean, I've been similar to you. I wasn't sold on them. I mean, we both kind of made it clear that, hey, we could absolutely be wrong. We just didn't think so. Florida's are, are looking good. And like you said, I feel like they had the best moves uh, of anybody. Uh, well, I, I would say maybe oh, the biggest moves. Uh, I, would, yeah. I, I, I really liked what what uh, what New York did. And obviously for sure. Yeah. Um, and our three and four are the same, but swapped again. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number three, I've got the Calgary Flames sitting at 40, 17, and eight at a plus 71 differential. <clears throat> While they're currently only four, three, and one in their past eight, this uneven patch doesn't make me think of them any less. Still a great team that's generally been very consistent. Um, Markstrom is still personally my pick for uh, the Vesna over Sisterkin. That loss to Buffalo was really bad last week. Um, and that's that, that, that is a big issue. They, that that can't happen. You can't get shut out one nothing to Buffalo. They they I will guarantee you they probably won't have to play them in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, um. I really. My number three is the the New York Ranger. As you said, we have the same two. They're flipped. Um. I I I love the moves the Rangers did, and and I love the team that they had, and and what they're doing with the team that they had. And that's why they made it into my number three. I like the moves better, but you really did make a make a really good point with the the flames and being very consistent all year. Whereas, you know, Florida, uh, you know, is going to be up and down. And as you talked about a loss to Buffalo, these are professional hockey yeah. players. Losses are going to happen in 82 game season. That's why you don't you know, you don't see an 82 and 0 uh, season um, had by anybody. I I, I I agree that the the Flames have been a very consistent team. Uh, I mean, just in terms of how we would watch them, and I'm sure this is, you know, similar for you is is just gambling. Gambling on these two teams is which has been more of a gamble all year. Yeah, and it's been a more of a gamble to gamble in New York sure. as opposed to the the Flames. Yeah. So love that. I think that um, you know I had the 
I had Rangers three, Flames four. You made a pretty good write up and sell to me uh, to to flip those two. Yeah. Those were those were those two were closer to me than the one yeah. and two. Uh, so a little uh, info on the Rangers: they're sitting at forty two, nineteen, and five at a plus thirty one differential. Um, and if Shostakin isn't standing on his head, then they have almost zero chance. Uh, and that proves also how important he is and why he's quickly becoming one of my favorites for the Hart Trophy. They need to increase their possession numbers. They are god awful to cover for him if he falters um, in the playoffs. If he falters in the playoffs, they're going to have an issue. It, it's been their problem is that they are—they're able to win with their abilities and not necessarily, like you're saying, uh, the consistency yeah. factor. I mean, you know, Zabinajad and Panarin and. Adam Fox, they're gonna score points because they're get them the puck to score because they're better. Right, they're just better, and they don't need as much possession. Yeah. Really well said. Yeah. At number five, uh, uh, we actually don't we don't have these flipped. Uh, at number five, I got the Boston Bruins in at forty one nineteen and five. Yeah, we we veered off course a yeah. little bit here. Um, sitting there, sitting at plus twenty six differential. Swayman and Olmark are playing well. Uh, Lindholm should help with the depth and not make them have to lean on Charlie McAvoy so often. Um, listen, these are blue bloods. The, Boston is always in the race. They are a, they're always a contender to go far in the playoffs. They've got the perfect lineup there and it is, they are always going to be deadly. Uh, this year they haven't looked as good, but lately they've had a good stretch. Um, you've got Carolina. Yeah, I have Carolina, uh, not a ton of, of big time moves. That not not anything that like super stands out to me anyway. I mean, a few pieces here and there. They, I, I just didn't think they needed a bunch of a bunch yeah. of moves. They are the team that they are. Uh, have a really good core. It was hard for me to see them dropping all the way all the way down to uh, anywhere past five. I feel like I'm maybe even just overvaluing New York right now. Um, I'm a, I'm big on the big on the Hurricanes. So I have them at my number five slot. Uh, my number six, I've got the Pittsburgh Penguins, 40, 17, and 10, plus 46 differential. They just, uh, the other day, jumped the Rangers for second spot in the Metro. They've been on a hot streak lately and just put up 11 goals in a game. That is absolutely an insane thing to do. Malkin got himself a Hattie. I mean, uh, 11 goals is a lot of goals. Yeah, that is, I mean, I mean. It's uh, it's it's probably bias is where why the the Penguins land where they land for me. Um, but I mean, I don't care. I mean, I, I, don't, yeah. have any, I don't have any journalistic integrity here. This is a made up <laughs> list that we made up. So, uh, my my number six, I actually have the uh, the Bruins uh, for very similar reasons that than what you said. Um, a team that you can count on, you can trust to to be able to win you know, uh, win a playoff series, which is what some of these teams may be yeah. lacking uh, and where some teams fell for me. Uh, so the Bruins with the, with the guys that they have, and though we feel like he overpaid, they overpaid for Lindholm. Um, I mean, it doesn't matter because that's an added piece right now. So, yeah. I mean, it's definitely worth it in terms of, Oh, he's a player on our team physically right now. Yeah. Maybe not for their future, but yeah, I mean, they could possibly move him now. in the off season. And someone takes his contract. Sure, I mean, sure. Well, it was more that they gave a bunch of yeah, picks and yeah. stuff on it. But I mean, again, that was not something helping their team right now. I yeah. think it's a great ad if it's yeah. all all in a vacuum. Yeah. You know? Um, <clears throat> my number seven. Uh, I've got the Carolina Hurricanes, forty four, fifteen, and seven with a plus sixty five differential. They've had a tough stretch of games. Last week, dropping four in a row uh, while beating the Lightning. Um, 
the past couple days, they've turned it around a little bit. They beat the Blues 7-2 to and the Caps 6-1. to Let's see if this powerhouse can turn it around and try and get themselves a President's Trophy. We'll see what happens to them. At number seven, you have got... Uh, uh, number I have, seven, I have the Lightning. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and just a team that we have, about this time, for the past few years, we've said, oh, you know, there's a team that's fallen off. And I don't know. I don't know if it's just because their roster is always just so good. I should get bored around this time. But yeah. this is a team that has won, you know, we, we used to talk about where well, they just couldn't get it done. Well, they got it done the last two years yeah. in really awkward seasons. So it's hard for me to put the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions anywhere uh, past seven. Yeah, so well, I, I do. I've got them at number eight. Oh, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> uh, sitting at 41, 18, and six at plus 33. They've been very inconsistent. They have two yes. stretches of three losses in a row, followed by two wins. Peterson and Quick are going on hot and cold streaks at different times. They cannot find a consistent netminder, and that is the kind of thing that will kill you uh, I guess halfway through writing that uh, that write up, I moved to the L.A. Kings for some reason, who are not even on my top ten. They're not. On, they're also not <laughs> they, on I, mine. I would have put them at number eleven, I think. But anyway, Peterson and Quick are not going hot and cold for them. Uh, Peterson and Quick are going hot and cold for L.A., but uh, they have been very inconsistent, and that's my biggest issue with Tampa right now. So again, this is on, this is a stretch of what less than two full months that I'm grading them off of. This, I mean, any of these teams could get into the playoffs and go for a run. Playoffs? <laughs> uh, no, love it. Playoffs. Um, playoffs. I have at number eight, uh, the Penguins. I obviously, as you've mentioned, you're talking about them being very hot. Uh, the 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 past past little bit, and they have been. They've been on a big stretch since Malkin came back. They're they're an injury away from fallen back to where they started the season in my mind. Uh they're they're of the teams on on our on our list uh besides maybe one that I have a little later I think that they're you know if, if Crosby goes down or if Malcolm goes down I think that tremendously hurts this team. And that's yes. that's and that above any other team and so that's why I have them a little lower than other teams yeah. just purely based off of the the need for that one player. I yeah. think, I think, you know, obviously all of these teams drop a little bit. If their yeah. superstars go down, I'm not yeah. saying, I'm not saying if, if Sebastian Ajo goes down the, you know, the, the hurricanes would still be my fifth, you know, power ranked yeah. team. I don't feel like they drop as far. Uh, number nine, we have the same team. We met up at number nine, uh, the Minnesota wild 40, 20 and four sitting at plus 35. They have six wins in a row, one against the abs and one against the Bruins. Mark Andre Fleury, a Vesna winner, uh, was a huge pickup for them. I expect them to rocket up this list within uh, before the season ends. Um, this, uh, <clears throat> uh, this, that's I don't know. In the Central, they play the Avs one more time, uh, and that is for the last game of the regular season. That game could decide who wins the Central. Honestly, could be a big game. Yeah, absolutely, because um, they still got two in hand. Yeah, uh, the Wild do as as we speak. I mean, and the uh, guys like Kevin Fiala, they they've been. They've been playing lights out, man. And you add in Mark Andre Fleury, which even though you and I both agree he shouldn't have won the best, he's still an awesome, he's still an amazing goaltender, he's, and a, and a, and a much better than Cam Talbot, or uh, and a backup goalie that you know is serviceable. Yeah, you, know, you have you have that now. So um, no, one hundred percent agree that um, it's. You know, uh, we don't. I don't just because I don't think he should have won a Vezina Trophy does not mean that I think that one of the greatest goaltenders that we've ever seen is not a great goaltender. Yeah. So. 
Uh, I agree. Obviously, we have it at the same spot, so we don't have to have a separate discussion. Uh, you've said it. I mean, uh, they, they had. I don't know if I don't know if it's maybe it's just me. Again, they have some. You know, Kapil Kaprizov. Kaprizov could be. You know, you consider him a superstar. I don't know that I'm sure that he's up to that level yet. He's a great hockey player. I would say star. He's a star. He's a guy. He's that, a rising you know, star. I I just, I just feel like the the biggest advantage that the Wild has it seems to be their team chemistry. Yeah. They just seem to they, have they, if, it. it. Whatever flows. it whatever exactly. They make it whatever look easy. It, whatever it is yeah, they, and a team needs. Some they teams got it. some teams and like a team that you're gonna talk about next, they when they do it well, it doesn't look like they're having fun. The wild are out there, they look like they're doing it well and having fun at the same Absol- time. Absolutely. Uh they they play this uh this this gritty backyard style of hockey, it seems. And, you know, again, as a guy that's never grown up, grown up, it's one of the few sports that, and, and you as well, we didn't grow up around hockey talk and hockey strategy and, you know, and the way to compare teams, or at least I didn't, you know, yeah. like, or we'll compare basketball players to other basketball players. And Well, I never grew up around hockey like that. Yeah. It's hard for me to explain, yeah. but Minnesota's it's just off of the vibe. It feels like a, like a backyard style of yeah. vibe when you play Minnesota and um, it's working. Uh, it's, uh, you can tell they're loose and. They don't ever. It doesn't ever feel like they're worried about a yeah. game. Uh, number ten. Uh, I've got the Nashville Predators sitting at thirty-eight, twenty-four, and four, uh, plus twenty-three. Big save, Dave, is an issue backing up in the net. Uh, they had that six-one loss to the Kings. From uh, uh, the the Predators playmakers are performing out of this world this year. I don't have them on my team. I do want to say though, I think that. I mean, because we're not going to have to worry about backup goaltending when it comes to playoff time. I'm that, more yeah. concerned with UC Soros stepping up to the plate, he, which we will need to see. This will be that's, what his, that's it. I mean, this is this is the year we see it. The, so, we, we, we have to. I mean, you can so, make excuses a couple of times, yeah. but this is his third. This will be his third year as the starting goaltender because he played in Arizona two years ago and lost. Okay. Uh, and then last year, uh, it was a lot, a uh, lot harder to blame him for last year's loss against the <laughs> Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, this can be this year. So yeah. I feel like as I agree to get them to where they need to be, eventually you're going to need backup goaltending throughout the season. It's more important to me for for UC Soros to at least give me a great show. I mean, it's got to be a great showing, right? Before we start yeah. determining, or is there a different future? A showing good enough to win. A good enough, need. exactly. Uh, and, and you know, I don't even care if we. It'd be dependent on who we play. Winning or losing the series is as as out of my mind. I need to be able to see that it's a goalie that can win a series when yeah. the right team is on the ice. Yeah. Um, their playmakers are performing out of this world. They are getting tremendous help from rookie Tanner Janot, who leads all uh, rookies in uh, goals, and he is last on rookies in time on ice. Uh, he doesn't get much power play time. He also, I believe, leads the league in fighting major minutes. So, hey, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. He also just had his firstborn. So that's a uh, congrats to him. And he got a Gordie Howe hat trick uh, the, the next day. That's uh, so, I mean, that's awesome. He's been he's been so absolutely fantastic to watch to the point where I don't know how long it was was before I even realized that he was a rookie. You know, yeah. I mean, that's just, he just he, he his game is big. He plays a big game. He never felt like he was. Uh, not up to the challenge. Yeah. I love your pick. I just find it hard to say that uh, they're, you know, Nashville's my 11. Uh, I'm not yeah. going to get to talk to them. 
Love your write up. Love uh, it's at this. You you hit the nail on the head. Our stars are playing like our star. Like we finally, won, yeah. We finally, I finally don't feel like even if we lose the rest of the, you know, we we lose first round of the playoff. I feel like at least our money was well yeah. spent this year. When you see that Forsberg and Matt Duchesne are chasing each other for yeah. who's going to break, who's going to have the record at the end Love of the season it. for most goals. That's amazing. We have talked, yeah. we have talked mad smack on $8 million. It's a lot of money to play, pay Matt Duchesne. Yeah. You play hockey like this, you're earning your $8 million yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Um, I think it's, they, they, they are turning it around after a very tough February. They have five more games against the central division teams. I don't see them getting um, first or second. It is, in my opinion, very important for them to get out of that wild card and snag that number three spot because it's just there. If they get stuck having to go against Calgary, I mean, or uh, or Colorado, they're going to rather have, play Calgary. Yeah, than, I'd rather play Calgary. Minnesota, though. I'd rather play St. Louis, though. I think, but if we you, won't play St. Louis because oh, they'll yeah, fall yeah, to the wild yeah, card. We'll right, have to yeah. play Minnesota, and I'd rather play. I You'd feel rather like play we, Calgary. I feel like we can. I feel like when it comes to yeah. playoff time, we can beat we can beat Calgary in a seven game series. Before I think we can beat Minnesota. I think both of those teams are better than the Preds, as is as evidenced by my list. Yeah, but if I feel like there's one team that we can that we match up with a little better, it's to me it's it's Calgary. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, I mean, I definitely don't want us going against Colorado. The, the problem, you know, the thing is, it's not just us alone moving and shifting throughout this. All of these teams are going to be moving and shifting. We yeah. don't know what's going to happen by the end of it. For sure. My last team, though, is uh, is a team that I don't feel is we're just going to to the playoffs, right? That's what you mean by the power <laughs> ranking. This isn't this isn't this isn't who we think is going to win the cup. No, because we talked a bit ago about how goalies in the uh, about backup goalies. Well, in the that playoffs. was more me just wanting to talk about my squad, bro. Like that was just a, that was just a long term discussion. We can talk about that as well. The Leafs. I mean, uh, a guy like Austin Matthews is having is you know about to about to hit fifty goals again before April. I mean, he's at forty eight goals right now. It's just a team that is playing good hockey, uh, and um, as we talked about, you know. You're 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 made fun of, and you can't get over the hump until you can't. Uh, we're gonna keep making fun of uh, of the Leafs until they get over that hump. I mean, a guy like Austin Matthews, I can't see, I cannot, I cannot see a world in which this guy doesn't win it a playoff series. You know, you know. I mean, I can see a world like which the Leafs don't, but I just can't with with Austin Matthews. You think he's the Matt Stafford of the uh, NHL? You think he's just got to go somewhere else? Mm- uh, maybe, uh, but see, the difference is he's playing at the Toronto Maple Leafs and uh, not the Detroit Lions. So those are two different franchises within their two sports. Uh, it would be a to lot. To be fair, like, they both won the same amount of championships in the past 20 years. So. That's 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 fair. But if you go past that 20 years, there is a team that <laughs> is clearly beating. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that um, I just uh, I mean, they're third in the Atlantic right now, right behind, uh, you know, Tampa and and Florida. They're they're a good hockey team that I just feel like mentally hasn't been able to get over the hump yet. So I I think that they're my uh, my number 10 team. Uh, And yeah, I mean, they're 41, 19 and five. That's one thing I didn't have with a plus 42 goal differential. So they're actually the Lions and the Leafs, the times and they, they was very close since they both last. I was wondering, I was like, did Detroit win one after, uh, after the, it, it, the, the Lions were like 19, uh, 
1959 it leaves in 1967 so close mm. it's still been a long time it's been much more than 20 <laughs> <Yeah>. years <laughs> we forget I, I was playing we on the safe that, side we forget that 20 years was 2002 yeah. and who are we joking neither of these teams have won a championship <laughs> since 2002 we could we could have been very safe to at least say 1991 yeah. when i was born it's been since before the summer of love since these two teams won a state <laughs> championship uh, Jimi hendrix was was a was a star sooner than when they <laughs> yeah. won a championship so <laughs> so let that sink in <laughs> all right guys let's move on over to games of the week games of the week bobby and brandon do the work so you don't have to the best from around the nhl and what to watch Alrighty, we've got ourselves a score update. I am sitting at 69. Nice. 40 and 3. It went 4 and 1 last week. Uh Bondo, uh 59, 15 and 3, 1 and 4 last week. Who had a rough week. Had a rough week, man. After about three weeks of us having the same exact record, we finally got there was the universe got the universe got mixed up, <laughs> is what it happened. It meant, yeah. to, it meant to make it four and one. Yeah. Both it, of it us got back one on and track. Four. Yeah, I mean. It got back on track to where it has been for yeah. sure, for absolutely for sure for this season. So. Uh, there is still some time uh, to come back. Obviously, you're only uh, t- you're 10 games back. Uh, so it's a it's a it's a two score game right now. Uh, you would need two perfect weeks. But and I think we got what, four weeks left in this. Well, season? I would need two perfect weeks and I would need you to have the Im- <laughs> two imperfect. Weeks. Yeah, so. I can have perfect weeks, but I am going to probably need a, more than a couple of weeks to to build this up. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be tough. You know, um, we're we're digging. We're we're gonna, you know, yeah. trying to dump the puck in. We're Fight, trying to get the score. battles. We're you know, we're trying to you know any fifty fifty you know option. You know, we're we're trying to win those. Yeah, you you uh, gotta put you gotta put the puck in the net. You can only do what you can do. Uh, you wanna can't do what you can't do. We're sitting we're sitting here. We're trying to pick winners. We're trying to I'm trying to pick the team that wins. So I get a win. Uh, in my column, and then I'm closer to winning. And then I'll you know my biggest thing is, and and I can't stress this enough. I need you to pick you know losers. I need yeah. you to not pick winners. So, <laughs> uh, I mean you know that's just where we're at, and uh, that's where we're gonna be. Uh, starting off on Thursday, why don't you go first? Uh, yeah, I have the Sharks, uh, uh, Sharks playing the Avalanche, uh, 7 p.m. Thursday, the 31st. Uh, I'm going the Avalanche. Uh, you're going to see a theme here. I can absolutely lose a lot of these games and I'm not trying to pick bad games, but I am trying to get a little bit back in this. So, uh, you're going to see a little bit of a theme here that I'm just going to go straight favorites on them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my first game, I've got Calgary versus Los Angeles. The Kings are fighting for a playoff spot, but I think Calgary is just too good. Uh, so 8 p.m. on Thursday, I've got Calgary beating L.A. All right. So going over to Friday, uh, we have the Blackhawks playing the Lightning. 6 p.m. the 1st, April 1st, uh, Friday. Um, again, I'm going to go with the Lightning. You know, it's hockey. Anybody can lose. But uh, but I'm just going to I'm going to stay. I'm going to try to play safe here. Uh, so I have the Lightning beating the the Blackhawks. Okay. Uh, on Friday at 6 p.m., I've got the Islanders versus the Rangers. I'm taking the Rangers. I think it's going to be a good matchup, but I think the Rangers just got too much uh, too much firepower, too much skill for the Islanders right now. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Panthers-Devils, Saturday. It's the 11.30 a.m. game. Uh, Saturday the 2nd. I'm going, I'm going to go with the Panthers, uh, believe it or not. <laughs> so uh, going to go with the Panthers. So go ahead and put your money on the devils because they're going to win. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Saturday, uh, I think this is an amazing matchup. I'm so excited. I got Minnesota versus Carolina. Oh, I'm taking the hot team. I'm taking Minnesota. I think Minnesota gets this one. I think it could go to a shootout, but I like Minnesota a lot right now. Like the pick, I'm actually, uh, I got, I have, uh, for my next game, the, the wild capitals 6 PM on Sunday. Um, did not realize that Minnesota was on a back to back. I'm still going to go with the wild. I have the wild. Ones. Yeah. Capitals have not been playing great as of late at all. No, they haven't. Um, <clears throat> Sunday, I've got Edmonton versus Anaheim. Uh, another uh, Alberta versus L.A. matchup. Uh, I'm taking Edmonton. I think uh, Alberta takes the uh, matchup against uh, SoCal this week. And so, yeah, I've got uh, Anaheim has been looking a little rough. Edmonton's also not been looking exactly great as of late, but I, I like them a lot. I mean, you've got Drysaddle and McDavid over there. They're not losing this game. All right. And then my last game of the uh, of the week, I tried to at least keep it, you know, semi decent game picks. I did not go at way with my last pick. I went with the Coyotes playing the Blues Monday the 4th at 7 p.m. And I'm going to go with the Blues. <laughs> so uh, let's hope the Coyotes can do what they've been doing all season. Monday, my last game of the week, I've got the Boston Bruins going on against Columbus. Uh, I think that Boston's got too much firepower. It's it, and I need Columbus to lose to help me in my water bet. Hopefully, the Flyers can sneak in there, and I don't. Not lose. happening. <laughs> Not happening. Uh, but yeah, I've got Boston beating Columbus on Monday at six p.m. So that about wraps up games of the week. Let's head over to joke of the week. The weird Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't wild i think that i think the first read was a good one now now i'm overthinking it. outlandish each sixth chick sat on a stick a little tongue twister and downright dumb You're kidding me. it's time for the joke of the week i think everyone knew what today's joke of the week was gonna be we really only had one choice keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth what an insane event at the oscars i mean it was it was a surreal moment at first where I think I make like many other people assumed it was staged until after I watched it a bunch of times and thought, you know what? I, I staged. as many others did not see it happen and it had to wait till the next day because oh, I saw it hours later on Twitter. I do not watch yeah. the Oscars, nor do I care. And I really still don't care. But I mean, we're obviously going to talk about this. Yeah. I mean, it was to me, it is. Uh, and we've talked about it. Like, look, I, you know, I get it. People are like, people are talking about his wife and they want to stand up for it. He wants to stand up for his wife. Fair. You know, do not, that. Not the place or time. Do that uh, at backstage. Yeah. I just, I just never got it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, it was just so ridiculous to me because the situation of like, that's what the Oscars host is supposed to do. You're sitting yeah. on, you know, you're sitting on the front row of the Oscars, like you're gonna get made fun of. Yeah, and I think another part is is that the fact is it wasn't a good joke, it wasn't a funny joke. I thought it was funny. I, I mean, I mean, it just I didn't find it that like extremely offensive. Well, no, and I'm like, not even talking about the offensiveness. I'm talking about like it didn't it it wasn't 
he gave more credit to it than the joke. Absolutely. Deserved. Like it wasn't, I mean, it was just kind of funny. Like it wasn't like a, a hysterical, it was like, an like off the cuff. The people would have forgotten about it 30 seconds later. It was like an Oscars joke. Yeah, <laughs> okay? like, 100%. Uh, you know, now, uh, Chris Rock has, has said many raunchy things before this just happens to yeah. not. Be now, wild. if we had, if I had read that immediately after it wrapped and they went off the air, and Will Smith marched backstage and slapped him. I'm like, all right. You I would know, still, I, I still feel don't the like same. It, right. I'd still feel the same way. But as, like, I mean, you know, it's like, ah, oh, you know, I mean, you get emotional when it yeah. gets, you know, gets wrapped or up. If it's he goes back there and say, or if he says, hey, don't talk, don't talk shit about hey, my wife. Yeah. I catch you. And then Chris Rock says something back in uh, an altercation. It's yours. Yeah. Whatever. And but, I mean, my thing is, I'd still be on Chris Rock's side because, I mean, again, joke. a joke. It's a joke. But like, it's it's. This yeah. is not some deep philosopher of our time. Yeah. It's Chris Rock. Now, at the end of the day, I don't care that much about who got slapped only because it's a billionaire slapping a millionaire. And it's like, all right, whatever. It's the Oscars. Like, I more am entranced by the fact that it even happened in the first place. I, I just can't believe that he didn't get escorted out. Like, in yeah. any world, there is I no think, world. I, I, I think the only reason that didn't happen was a his publicist immediately got, i mean there was pictures his publicist got on the floor mm, yeah. and but also i think it's because he was a lock a, a lock a a lock for the uh award that was happening in like five minutes so so and there's they, and, so, they, and there was probably a lot of talk there's about lots how, of basketball there, there's lots of championship basketball teams yeah. where a star player throws a punch and gets thrown out of the game like they were a lock when this player was playing yeah so he broke the rules you don't just get to assault somebody on stage and then get to hang out there like if there is any apparently there was also a lot of confusion backstage pete where some of the people thought that it was this was a bit so like there was somebody that knew that it wasn't that's all i'm saying but at the same time that they said that there was so much confusion and like lack thereof leadership just overall for the entire event where it was like you have multiple quote unquote bosses and managers saying sure. not oh. saying anything. So you've got a bunch of people who, who are not telling people, Oh, let's get, so it's I'm not like glad. they made the decision. We're not kicking him out. It was more of just like a, I'm what glad. do we do? Yeah. Like, I'm glad. Like, I hope that they, I hope that this is, I mean, cause like right now there is literally seemingly no advantage to be a comedian and go and host the Oscars. Like at, at this point, well, the only advantage is, is that, Chris Rock was struggling to sell uh, his tour tickets. He sold out almost all of his shows in the past yeah, two days. I'll, I'll bet. Well, I mean, I guess that, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. A guy that's struggling yeah. to sell his tour tickets is the host of the Oscars. Like, this is the, I mean, so what What? What do you do? How are you going to get a big name to come and do yeah. Like, Ricky Gervais does it because he wants to call people pedophiles. Yeah, but they're not doing it. They're not, <laughs> he's not doing it out of the goodness of his heart. He probably doesn't even accept payment. <laughs> he's like, this is blood money. Yeah. I mean, who are they going to have? I mean, Burt Kreischer go up because I guarantee Burt Kreischer would be saying other things worse That's than what it. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, and in terms of like offensive things that are said to people, like saying, I mean, it, to the point where I'm willing to, calling somebody gi jane like to the point where i'm willing to say it on here and not i'm not fearing being canceled or anything Someone like just walks in and slaps you will smith just walks in right that now. would be fine but like <laughs> i would still say it and i would still let you release it like it's not like a you know that's what i'm saying yeah. it's not like massively offensive it's not like you know I, that's that's more what i don't yeah. get like there's pro there's plenty of, of jokes that can be like oh that you kind of cross yeah. the line there that one what that one didn't even like come into the realm yeah. of like things that Chris Rock has said that, <laughs> yeah. that were offensive. Now, uh, two things can be true at the same time. Will Smith shouldn't have slapped him. I'm not necessarily, but at the same time, 
people online have got to stop acting like this is the worst thing to ever happen at the Agreed Oscars. on that. Agreed like, on people that. seem to forget. People try to think that this is the only time. People forget that in like 19, the 1960s, um, John Wayne tried to beat the shit out of this Native American woman because she's she uh, because uh, Marlon Brando won for The Godfather and Marlon Brando was boycotting because of Hollywood's treatment of Native Americans. So she went up, uh, a member of the Native oh, American yeah, community, went up that. and was like, on, on behalf of Marlon Brando, I'm not going to accept it. And John Wayne had to be held back by multiple security guards because he wanted to go up and punch her in the face. Yeah, like, I mean, like this is not the first time that this kind of thing has happened. This is the first time it's been on broadcasted right there in center stage. Um, you know, the fact is, this does not make Will Smith a domestic abuser, like some people are saying online. They're saying, Oh, did you see that? If he's willing to smack Chris Rock, he's definitely willing to smack his wife. Now, that's not, that's now, not what that means. I will tell you what it may mean, though. It may mean that Jada is <laughs> the look that she gave him. He's like, I'm gonna go and risk my whole career, my whole Will Smith career. Yeah. Because I do not want to. I don't want to get hit when I go home. Yeah. Have you heard the Cat Williams bit about the uh, how, when somebody like makes fun of? Uh, he's talking about being on a date with your with your girl, and uh, she's like, "You gonna let them talk shit about us like that?" And he's like, "Us." <laughs> she's like, "You better go." Whoop. He's like, oh, "Now I gotta give a confusing ass whooping." <laughs> um, uh, I do love uh, Shannon Sharp's take on this, which was shannon sharp was like i would have beat will first off chris fox not shannon sharp yeah he's like i would have beat his ass or he would have either had to beat me or i'd whoop him and every time i see him from now on he's getting his ass whooped. i did see a funny i did see a funny take from somebody they're like i would have been up there if i was chris rock i would have been embarrassing all of black people up there like i would have started a <laughs> throw down when i watched it in slow motion you see him like when he gets slapped, he balls his hand up <sighs> wanting to come back but then you see it kind of triggering his mind like I'm hosting the Oscars. I can't do this right now. And you could tell afterwards he he wanted to come back with more jokes. The comedian in him in him wanted to come back with more jokes I think about I probably, Will Smith. I I think I don't think that I probably could have held myself back. No, he, when he was like, "Ooh, I could." I'll say I'll keep. Just, uh, he you wanted. Know, he know he wanted. I would to have had to make. I would have had. Yeah, I mean, I would have had to make plenty of jokes. Like you know, like I'll, gonna, I'll keep my. At I'll, this point, it's to see how many times he'll come up and slap you. Right. I'll keep. <laughs> like, I'll keep. Uh, I would have been like, hey, let's get a counter down here in the bottom of the screen and see how many times I can get Will Smith to come up and slap me in the face. I'll keep your wife's name out of my mouth. Let's see if you can do the same with her boyfriend. <laughs> you know, <laughs> your son's best friend. Like I would have been. I would have been. I would have. He would have had to fight me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we would have squared up right there on the stage. I don't. Or, or I would have been like, ooh, if that's how if that's how mad Will gets in March, imagine how mad he gets in August. <laughs> uh, uh, too good. What a joke, Will Smith. And, you know, the, one of the people I did not expect it did come from, you yeah. know, didn't have that on the my bingo card for this year at all. I'll tell you, I'll tell you who is uh, who is, you know, licking their chops right now. That's Kanye. He's like, you can assault comedians. Yeah. <laughs> like, no problem. He's like, I've been doing this through Instagram, baby. Like, that would mean you have to consider Pete Davidson a comedian first, though. Well, I mean, <laughs> that would mean you would have to consider Chris Rock one. <laughs> We're taking a lot of liberties here. We're just look, Bobby. Did you ever think that at any point uh, in the two years and uh, two and the fourth years that we've been doing this? That we would be talking about the Oscars on here? No, <laughs> I never thought it. I thought we were gonna be having yeah. a good show, but no, we yeah. talk about the Oscars here. Before we move on, Samuel L. Jackson did win his first Oscar uh, that night, though. That's dope, dude. Yeah. That's yeah, dope. dope. I don't care, but that's <laughs> dope. I'll use that to you know make fun of other people that don't have Oscars yeah. now. Um. All right. Uh, we're heading into our pop culture segment. We're talking about the what we I thought was just Kenobi. Apparently, Obi Wan Kenobi trailer. We watched it just before he came on. 
it looks real dope. I'm super excited for it. Um, Get to see what seems to be a little bit more interaction with with Vader and, uh, you know, and more of a live action interaction with with Vader. So that's going to be cool. I'm excited to see if maybe Ahsoka makes an appearance. Maybe. Probably not. Just Uh, depends. I mean, maybe. I mean, Rosario Dawson is probably under contract right yeah. i mean she's under she's ahsoka because we're getting an ahsoka yeah. series so i would imagine that they'll probably They'd have to figure out a way to plug ma- ma- match the line the the timeline up for her being there and stuff um but yeah i'm super excited i'm excited i i was really hoping that they just take kind of like the route of it's not not jedi at all it's just like him being a farmer it was just him it, farming it, it, it was just it, like yeah. a farming simulator yeah <laughs> like uh like Jen or like uh like what's his face or so in the rogue one where he's like this is a farming life for him for him yeah and it's just it, but the whole issue is it plays out kind of like a documentary where he's like talking to the camera he's like yeah so today i'm going out uh gotta milk these banthas i don't even think he should be retired like i, I uh, like a farmer though like i wish it was just like him at like a retirement camp. <laughs> like he's like he's playing like mysteries he's like retirement playing, community he's like playing like shuffleboard and stuff like it's like uh what queen's gambit where yeah. he's just a ch- it's a chess tournament he's just like a chess guy he he like goes he's had, he has to hide his jedi powers and beat the inquisitor at a ch- at a chess tournament he goes back to his first love of like drawing <laughs> like he's like a he's like an artist he he draws still lifes <laughs> nude models <laughs> nude twi'leks that's just what he's that's his thing that's just what he does uh, yeah, I'm super excited. When he died, when he died, his artwork was worth so much more than when he was alive. Yeah. Like this is a Ben Kenobi. Yeah, <laughs> he died when, uh, on the Death Star. Yeah, they it was all lost. It's all because Vader bought it all. He was like, <laughs> Vader was secretly a huge Ben Kenobi, but he was using it for money laundering. Yeah, yeah. But he would look at it and be like, "Oh, this Ben Kenobi guy is amazing. I need He's to like, find Obi Wan. I don't know where Obi Wan is. Where is he?" Where is Ben Kenobi? They're like, "Oh, it's just some guy on Tatooine. Oh, couldn't be Obi Wan Kenobi. He would." <laughs> Yeah. No, no. Ben Kenobi, could he be related to Obi Wan Kenobi? No. Is this a self portrait? It's like <laughs> it's like a self portrait of him. With with, the hood is just a little bit down, covering the eyes. With, it's like a Wilson. <laughs> or even better, it's like him hugging Darth Vader. Yeah, <laughs> it's a self portrait. He just has a little former he best just friends. A pencil mustache. Former best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see just a bunch of times him introduce himself accidentally. He's like, hey, I'm Obi-Wan. Ah, ben, 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 Ben. What did you say? Ben- Benjamin. Benjamin Kenobi. <laughs> They're like, what's your full name? Ben. Benjamin. No, it's not even, but it's not even Benjamin. It's Benjawan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Benjawan Kenobi. He's like, he's like, uh, he's like, Kenobi. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> He's like, where you been, Kenobi? He's like, uh, Ben Kenobi is my name. Uh, I was at Coruscant. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I, uh, uh, just, just uh, dreaming about my old best friend Anakin Skywalker and Darth. Uh, uh, I don't All know. All right, you're good. Go on. He's like, okay, may the force be uh, not with you. Uh, oh, thank goodness. I thought you were my old buddy Obi Wan Kenobi. He used to always say, "May the force be with you." Yeah. But thank goodness but he's dead. Thank goodness you don't want the force to be with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited. You and McGregor. Yeah. This is gonna be great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All righty. Just got back from Florida. It was a great trip. Really nothing. Uh, it was perfect. However, there was one thing, and I'm going to tell us. I'm going to omit names. Uh, so we're sitting there. 
you're supposed to bring uh we every night uh, uh for dinner one night everyone's supposed to bring their own protein uh my father-in-law is gonna cook it up for everybody however you want it someone uh you know i i get a nice ribeye get some shrimp uh I, i'm excited it's gonna be a good night uh someone there brings a flank steak already not a great starter but you know what doesn't annoy me it's your food you do whatever yeah, you want do whatever you need to do i mean um this is more i feel bad for you yeah my father-in-law is going around getting everyone's temperatures that they want on their cook and the guy who brought the flank steak speaks up he's like oh well you know i was just gonna cook it myself father-in-law says not a problem man you go ahead you want to do it now you want to do it after you want to throw it on during and just hang out with me you can do it kind of takes a second and things he's like well are you good at cooking steaks I mean, again, it's one of those things that, like, just come and watch me if you don't yeah. think. Like, you just but, tell like, me when to turn it, it bro. But if you don't want to cook it, it's going to be good enough for you, your steak to get cooked. I mean, and so and I speak. Flank steak, so I, like, I speak yeah. up because I don't want it to be awkward because it's all I can tell. My father-in-law is like, doesn't know really how to approach the situation without being rude. I'm like, yeah. oh, he's actually really good at cooking steaks because yeah. he's good. I mean, maybe not, you know, not flank steaks as much, <laughs> but like. Yeah. Uh, he's like, all right, well, I'll take it well done. And I'm just. Oof! Ah, uh, th- if it wasn't a family trip, I I uh, fought the guy. <laughs> I, had to I looked back him. at the game, basketball game, and I just went along my day. But I could tell my father-in-law was a little ticked about yeah, it. You can't. I mean, it's. I mean, you so, don't. You don't. You don't. You don't unquote, criticize somebody. Snob, steak snobs. Is you don't. My, you don't criticize somebody's ability to cook if you're getting yours well done. Yeah. Like uh, I was telling you earlier, anybody can make your steak, boss. Yeah. And then while we're eating it. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, it gets put down. My mother-in-law asks ask everyone it is. It's an amazing, I mean, he could, I always he's get got, rare. It's amazing. I'm like, Brett, he's got his chisel like, out. Uh, he's cutting his I'm like, up. Brett, this is perfect. Thank you so much. Everyone's like, it's so great. Thank you so much for doing this. Cause there was a bit, there was 18 people there. So that's eight. You're having to cook up. That's like, that's, cooking steaks. So that's a much, lot of steaks. Yeah. yeah. Especially, especially like, some people have chicken. Some people have fish. Like it's a lot different right. times, different cuts. Um, and of course to do with the, well, he's like, yeah, it's good. It's all right. I think it's probably your cook, but I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I'm sorry. The house didn't have could've any have one sauce better. here. Yeah. Like, uh, catch up, man. But he keeps like saying, and he didn't even eat it all. Cause I mean, and so he just eats like a quarter of it and puts it back. Well, he the- paid $5 for a 37 ounce <laughs> flank steak. I mean, yeah. what do you want for him? <laughs> and it's just like, what an asshole, man. Yeah, like, yeah, what a jerk. yeah, just not cool. Uh, what do you got? And then I'll, I've got a sports one. Um, yeah, mine is basically just, uh, I know we've talked about it before, but just the weird way that Yahoo does their injuries in basketball. Oh. I'm going to be, I'm going to probably get destroyed in the championship this week, uh, which I made it to nice. because of, uh, you know, I mean, Giannis played last night and didn't play last night. And so like, I'm already down 400 points night one. I mean, Sasa has, Sasa's team is the best. He's going for his, his two beat. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to stop that as the six seed just coming in a Cinderella story over here. And I can't even get I can't even get friggin' Jeremy Grant or, you know, uh, Giannis to play like how I even, you know, I dropped so hard in the end of the season. I'm just I'm just flustered by it. So that's what's snapping my stick, because I'm probably just going to get a stupid second place trophy. And uh, it's stupid. Yeah. So anyway. Um, so, yeah, something else before. And listen, I don't care about I, I love, you know, having sports conversations. Love it. But. It's when there's no end in sight. Someone brings up uh, LeBron versus MJ and, you know, the, you know, some people talking, oh, LeBron's best. And here's why people say Michael's the best on it. And then they ask me my opinion because they don't have a sports. I'm like, well, I mean, it's apples and oranges. It was, it was a different time. I mean, 
I think, I mean, my, in my personal opinion, I think Michael's the best to play. But at the same time, there is obviously an argument made for LeBron, and there's multiple reasons. Michael's why. the best champion to me. Yeah, LeBron like, is literally. And the, they're like, so who do you think is the best? I'm like, I mean, if you if I had to answer, I would say Michael. But you know, I, it's I'm not saying LeBron. I mean, LeBron is certainly in some. I mean, it, I was LeBron like, is the best athlete then, to ever it, play the game of basketball. Yeah, but and, that doesn't make him the best then, basketball. And then player. I started, I was like, you know, hockey's the only sport where there's a clear cut who the greatest of all time is, and that's because it's. There isn't like the, because the answer is so there, simple. There's no there's no realm in which you can make an argument like, for anybody yeah, else. Like if you look at graphs, the outlier is always Gretzky. Like I, he never got to play goalie, but I would never even argue that a goalie is a better goalie. Yeah, like, I haven't seen him. And play of course, goalie. everyone's like, "Oh, well, you need to come with an answer." I'm like, "My, I, I told you my answer." I'm just saying that. Like, Jordan's my And so answer. 20 minutes goes on, and we're still talking about this. I'm like, guys, neither of y'all changing each other's minds. I'm trying to watch this game. Can we just like move on? We get it. And so here's the thing. If you're going to debate on who the greatest of all time is, great. That's a fun conversation to have. But once you both have said your piece, stop arguing about it and stop saying the same stat over and over again. We get it. Everyone gets it. You got something new to bring to the table, bring it to the table. But other than that, like we know you pick this person. I pick this person. Yeah. Let's move on. Or if you're just sitting around talking, just talking around drink, you can't do it while there's a game on. Yeah, that's my whole thing. Don't uh, mess with my game. Go in the other room and have this discussion all you want. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, guys, that's about it. Uh, excited to see you guys next week. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pox Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod.